0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the wizarding world series and on today's episode we will be taking a look at what's in the wizarding world of harry potter's future so again i know i do this a lot but i want to apologize for the long hiatus i don't really know why i haven't really been recording these and it has definitely been a lot longer than I expected or wanted, um, I, I don't really know why they've been taking so long, so, this series is no longer gonna be called Wizarding World Week, even though I refer to it as that in a lot of episodes, it's just gonna be the Wizarding World series, um, but yeah, uh, I am going to, I promise, I promise this and the final episode of it will be coming out today and tomorrow because i just had an idea for an episode that i think is really really exciting and that i really really want to do so yeah these next this one and this episode and the next one will be out today and tomorrow so yeah just getting uh getting that out of the way so um yeah let's just jump into it so um on today's episode, we're going to be uh, taking a look at what's in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter's future. Of course, we know we already have Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley, and, um, you know, Hagrid's was just recently added, and so, you know, um, uh, and so, you know, now we're going to sort of take a look at what could possibly coming be coming in the future. So, uh, back when the Wizarding World uh, was celebrating its 10-year anniversary, um, Universal Creative Executive uh, Terry Koop, who was behind the Wizarding World from the beginning, said that there's much more in store for the Wizarding World and that they are not done expanding yet. So, today we are going to take a look at what that might entail and what I personally would like to see from the Wizarding World. Um, so yeah, uh, first off, let's start with probably um, the most requested addition and most likely addition to the Wizarding World, um, which a lot of you may, um, may already know or may already guess is the Ministry of Magic. Um, so far the only like glimpse or taste of the mystery of magic we've actually gotten so far in the wizarding world is um the uh is the phone booth right outside Diagon Alley. This is a little secret tip for you first timers or for those who may have already gone but not have even known it was there or even had a function so right outside Diagon Alley in London, there's a phone booth, and you can go inside the phone booth, and there is this number you can, uh, dial, and if you have trouble using, or have never used a rotary phone, this may cause you a little bit of trouble, but you can, like, uh, dial a certain number on the phone in the booth, and it'll give you, like, some pre-recorded message, about the Ministry of Magic. I know when I did it the first time, um, it said something like, the Ministry of Magic is closed right now due to, like, a rogue bludger that got loose or something like that. It was really funny, but I'm sort of hoping that they're able to find a way to expand upon that, um, create, like, a whole, a whole land based on the Ministry of Magic. I think that'd be great. Um, While some people think a ministry attraction would most likely go in the upcoming Epic Universe Park, some people are speculating that it could take over the Fear Factor Live stage that hasn't even been open since almost a year now. It didn't reopen with the park, and while it was on the list of attractions that would temporary clo- temporarily close in back on August third of last year. Um most of the rides that were on that list were already open um when the park had reopened and they had just closed on August third and Fear Factor, hadn't even reopen, and granted, they did use that space for the U-Rest zones, which are basically the areas where you can, uh, take off your mask and just get a break from that, but yeah, no, I, I personally hope that, um, Fear Factor kinda gets the boot, I mean, nothing against it, it's just, it wasn't really that good in my opinion, I... I don't even really know if Fear Factor is still, like, filming episodes, um, so, or, yeah, I don't even know if it's even, like, running reruns, and so, I just think it would be better if they used that space for something more, and I know a lot of people are saying, like, oh, the, there's too much Harry Potter in Universal, Harry Potter is, um, you know, Harry Potter is taking over Universal, and, like, yeah, I get that, but, like, the wizard- it's clear that the Wizarding World is very, very profitable for Universal, and, I mean, if that means maybe getting rid of, like, one more show that isn't even really that good or that popular, I'm totally fine with it, really. And, I mean, really, Potter doesn't really take up that much of the park when you think about it. It only has- two lands and it might be getting a third in Epic Universe but really that's a given like like I said Potter has just been so profitable for them It like it's almost not even a question to include Potter in the new park just because people like it so much and at the end of the day Hogsmeade and Hogwarts are what brought Universal like out of their slump like really I think if Universal had never even gotten the Wizarding World, I don't think that Universal would be as popular as it is today. Not nearly, I don't think. So, yeah, they have, like, they do have a lot of really good rides, but I really think Potter is, like, one of the big, big things that they're banking on. So, yeah, anyway, back to the Ministry of Magic. Um, My ideal... Ministry of Magic Attraction would be some type of either, like, walkthrough attraction or flight simulator with guests flying on brooms, like, all around the Ministry, and, um, speaking of that, um, just the other day, some patents came out of what looked like a sort of VR flying simulator type, ride i really do hope that that is the case for epic universe and hey i mean if the mystery magic comes to epic universe and that's the kind of ride it is i'm totally down for that i would love if that was the case but at this point we don't really know until more information is confirmed hopefully we'll get more information on epic universe soon uh i believe there is a universe, or no, a Comcast earnings call in three days from today. So hopefully, that will will get more information on Epic Universe um, soon. But again, I'm going off on a tangent. Um, I know, like. Uh, Universal has kind of, as big of a fan of Universal as I am, I will kind of admit it has been a little overrun with simulators in the past couple years, but, I mean, all in all, I don't really mind them as much, like, I, I I like them, you know, they're they're not bad, do I think they could do more with more practical rides with animatronics, yes, but, I think they proved more, like, more than enough that they can do that with something like Hagrid's, and even with the new Velocicoaster opening up, so, yes, speaking of that, uh, hopefully, once the Velocicoaster has finished its construction, and, um, after a couple months, uh, we will find out what, you know what may become a fear factor and if we'll get uh more potter and more wizarding world sooner than later i know um a huge issue um that they would probably run into is a lot of the potter the harry potter actors ha are ...much older than they used to be, and I know even back when Diagon Alley was built, um, Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, Emma Watson a lot more noticeably, they were not a part of that at all, They, their voices were not used, uh, in the, um... In the escape from Gringotts their voices were not used in the Hogwarts Express the only person who really came back for that project was uh, Rupert Grint uh, and yeah I mean even then I feel like he's kind of getting tired of I mean granted I don't really know but I feel like you know deep down he's probably getting a little tired of being associated with Harry Potter um, But yeah, anyway, um, that might be an issue they may have to try and overcome when trying to do more um, Harry Potter rides. But, I mean, I feel like they could... I mean, I think it would be great to see if they could go, like, the Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure route and try and maybe do more, like, animatronic figures of the characters. Like, I know... How it was with Robbie Coltrane when they made Hagrid's was, obviously, they have the Hagrid animatronic, but they mostly just used his voice, and I think for the pre-show in that, they, um, they just used, like, I think his face and his voice, obviously, but I think they used a body double for that, um which, um, it, it's not super noticeable, but, I mean, if they had to do it, I think that's totally fine, I know Robbie train's getting a lot older, so it would probably be a lot harder for him to do those kinds of things, uh, so, yeah, no, um, maybe they could try and do something like that, um, but, yeah, who, who really knows, um, So yeah, uh, back to more, like, expansions the Wizarding World could see, um, another thing some Universal News sources have sort of, or well, it's not really been a speculation as much, but another possibility I could kind of see, um, for a Wizarding World expansion is possibly taking over... Maybe not the rest, but another good portion of the, um, The Lost Continent, because as we know, The Eighth Voyage of Simbad. that show is gone. The only thing that's left is, um, the theater, really, and back when I wrote Hagrid's for, I want to say like the, yeah, the first time I wrote it, um, We it was a four hour wait, and we literally walked through that empty stage. So, I think if they took if they really, really did want to keep Poseidon's Fury around, I feel like they could take like uh the Eighth Voyage of Sinbad, like that whole area, and like they could probably find a way to keep the Mythos restaurant in there since that's a pretty popular restaurant. But take, like, another chunk of the Lost Continent and try to absorb it into Hogsmeade. I feel like if they tried to do maybe, like, some sort of Quidditch ride or some sort of, like, Shrieking Shack kind of thing. um, Because I know that was a location in the Prisoner of Azkaban, but I don't really think it was used at all uh, other than that. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, a possible... Um, a possible option if they wanted to use more of the, I don't want to say unused, but, uh, barely used Lost Continent space, I feel like they could sort of put more into that, um, and I mean, even if they wanted to do, if they could find a way to just do all of the Lost Continent, just absorb it into harry potter i wouldn't again i wouldn't really mind just because i saw poseidon's fury like twice and besides some of the cool like set pieces and um water tunnel effect which doesn't even work all the every single time the second time i saw that show the water tunnel didn't even work so, yeah, I feel like that show just isn't really good. And, like, when they changed the antagonist from. When they made Poseidon the good guy and had to come up with a new, like, villain, Lord Darkanon, really? That's the best they could come up with? Like, I'm sorry, Universal, but, like, really? You couldn't have just flipped it to, like, Poseidon's a good guy, Zeus is a bad guy, or even, like, try and get the rights to use the Hades character, really? I don't know, but... Anyway, um... And so now, uh... going into the beautiful mess that is... beautiful, complicated mess that is... Epic Universe. So, I know I touched on this earlier in the episode, but, um... I think another uh, thing Universal's thinking of... Putting in Epic Universe as sort of a Potter um, expansion is a Fantastic Beasts um, series, uh, and I mean, some people think that uh, the French Ministry of Magic in those movies will have a presence there. Some people say it'll just be the regular Ministry of Magic, like I mentioned earlier. Some people think... They'll find a way to make it both. I don't really know. Um, I think, uh, a really good idea for, um, some sort of Fantastic Beasts attraction, uh, just anywhere... Would be um, going inside of like Newt Scamander, who is like the main, or well, not the main, but one of the protagonists in that series. Going inside of, like Newt Scamander's case of Fantastic Beasts and sort of being able to look around there. Because if you've seen those movies, that whole like set and that whole location is really detailed with a lot of beautiful. Um, just a lot of beautiful creatures and beautiful, um, you know, just beautiful locations, beautiful scenery. And so I think if they were able to make that work, that'd be a really great, um, type of attraction. But, um, yeah, um, I know back when, um, Epic Universe was an early development, They had, um, a bunch of different patents that were filed, even before we had, um, found out, um, uh, before we even found out about the VR thing, there was one that was like a drop tower, um, I, I don't really know what that could really entail, but it showed, like, something kind of similar to, uh, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, um, at the Disney parks, or, well, Disney, yeah, Disney parks, um, but it could, like, tilt side to side and back and forth and stuff like that, so I don't know if that could be something that could be coming to the Wizarding World, excuse me, um, but another thing that looked like it was going to be coming, was some sort of wand shooter ride, which um, I believe, or some sort of like wand, interactive wand type ride, um, which I think if they were able to pull that off, where you could actually use your interactive wands on some type of ride, I think that would be a genius and absolutely genius concept if they could find a way to perfect that just adding a whole new level of immersion and something else you could get out of the um interactive wands because um when i first got my interactive wand and just on the last few trips i took the um the wand spots the lines are just insane which i mean i don't really blame them i i know a lot of kids would want to you know be casting spells, especially if they don't want to be going on the rides, um, but yeah, no, though those lines are just super long, and I've always had trouble casting spells, so I think if they were to find some sort of way to, um, do like a wand shooter type ride, I think that'd be, um, amazing, uh, but, yeah, um... Anyway, um, I think, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's really a lot of stuff they could find a way to add, um, add in the wizarding world. Um, I think, like, to elaborate more on, like, for instance, a Shrieking Shack type, um, Ride, I think, or not ride, but like walk through. I think it would be interesting to sort of see, or find maybe some, or try and do some type of like <clears throat> serious black type, um, like storyline, or um, like marauders storyline. Just say like. S- screw, um, timelines, screw just time and logic in these land, Diagon Alley and, um, Hogsmeade don't even take place in the same, um, in the same, uh, timeline. Let's just do something with, like, the, if you know from the Harry Potter story, like, the Marauders, which was, um, something I won't really go into, um, in this video, but, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, then maybe try to do something in the Shrieking Shack with those type of characters. Even try and do like uh, something like they did with Escape from Gringotts, where it's like the events of Prisoner of Azkaban, but instead of like really taking part of it, we're sort of seeing them kind of play out from from, like, a distance, or whatever, try and do something like that, um, with that type of attraction at that type of location, um, and, I mean, I would really like to see a Quidditch focused attraction, like, um, uh, like, because um, I know Forbidden Journey we do end up like going to a Quidditch match but that's like not really the f- I mean it, it's kind of like the focus of the story but not really like that's what we're like aiming for like on our adventure but like that's not really the main part of the story so I'd like to see some type of Quidditch focused, either like Attraction or show where we're seeing like an abridged Quidditch game or just something like that um, for some type of Potter expansion in Hogsmeade and for um, a Ministry of Magic type ride. I think it would be cool to do kind of like what they did with Jimmy Fallon, but sort of like a twist. Um, like, how Race Through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon, it has, like, that old Tonight Show museum at the beginning, and sort of like a lounge where we can sort of walk around and explore, and then it goes to the attraction. I think it would be cool to have something kind of like that, but with sort of like the history of how the Harry Potter films were made, with, like, um, you know, like different facts and different, like, clips we can see throughout the queue, um, and, like, old costumes, and, um, just, like, trivia and stuff like that just throughout the queue, and then lead to the bigger, um, the bigger attraction, whatever that may be. Um, so, yeah, um, so, yeah, anyway, um, I guess that's kind of it. I feel like there's really... The the Harry Potter movies, I feel like they just have so much untapped potential, really. Because um, the stories are just really so... Like, they're so creative and there's so much to them that we... I, I won't say, like, we just scratch the surface, because a lot of the things that we already have in the Wizarding World are really, like, integral to the Harry Potter films. Like, we've seen Hogwarts, we've seen, um, Gringotts, we've seen the Forbidden Forest, we've seen the outside of Hagrid's hut, we've seen just a bunch of different things. Oh yeah, also, um, to sort of go off on a tangent, I know something that a lot of people are wanting is a harry potter hotel which honestly i'd be totally down for i don't know how they do it or like what type of (coughs) stuff they could bring to that but i'd totally be down for it um yeah no i think if they did like some sort of um like harry potter hotel where like the different levels are like different, the different Harry Potter, like, common rooms, and they have, like, a, um, a restaurant designed after the Great Hall, or just something like that, I feel like would be pretty cool, but, hey, I mean, I, I think, you know, any type of Harry Potter restaurant, if they could come up with it, would be cool, um, But yeah, anyway, so yeah, I think there's just so much stuff they could really try and do with the Wizarding World, as long as they don't really make it some sort of, like, cheap and gimmicky type thing, you know? Um, I feel like there's... Universal has, like, a lot of creative potential when coming up with more Harry Potter stuff that I think they could totally find a way to add more, so, um... Yeah, um, and so in conclusion of this sort of episode, um, I think, um, yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this entry in the series, and, uh, tomorrow, uh, we are going to be talking about just, uh, taking a look at sort of what the like, the legacy of the Wizarding World at theme parks and what it it has really become and what it could be, you know, and just really what I think it means to everybody um, who has... who haven't even been to the theme parks, what just Harry Potter means to them and the Wizarding World means to them... So yeah, we'll take a look at that tomorrow, and until next time, I'm the Everything Universe Orlando podcast, and I will see you guys in the movies.